This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for November 4th, 2012. The Gospel is taken from the book of Mark, chapter 12, verses 28 through 34. The message is by Father Ron Baird. Feast of All Hallows' Eve, or, or All Saints' Day, is an interesting one because originally it was not, didn't have anything to do with what it has to do with today. Originally it was a day, All Saints' Day, was when we remembered those who have died. But it got to be a problem. It was celebrated in May, but there got to be a problem. And that's that, um, and, and we are the problem, by the way, because the Anglicans started the whole thing. When Pope Gregory, when the Romans went into England, they found out that there were these pagans who had this festival called Samhain, where they would celebrate the battle between good and evil. And the people in England thought it was a lot more fun to go to the parties that the pagans were having than it was <laughs> to just stay home. And so, but in these parties, they drank a bit, <laughs> a lot. And it was a, an adult thing. It wasn't for kids. It was only for adults. And so Pope Gregory decided we need to fix this because this isn't appropriate. So he sent um, a message that we are moving All Saints Day from May to November 1st, which is the day following Samhain. And so he said, because from now on, it's not going to be known as this pagan festival. It's going to be All Hallows' Eve when we celebrate, you know, the saints who've gone before and are triumphant in heaven because we need to celebrate that. And it's interesting to me how we always have all these problems. Who won? How many people remember, remember all saints and all the people who have died in their past on All Saints Day? Not many. How many people know about Halloween? Everybody, the pagans won. <laughs> well, now we got a problem because as time went on, they decided that um, what we need to do is make the festival longer. And so they added another day to it so that it would start on in the evening and would go for two and a half days, basically, and or two full 24 hours. And it, the second day was called All Souls Day because the people, particularly in England, who knew a lot of people who were pagans said, well, isn't right. We're not remembering, you know, they have people who died too, you know. I mean, I feel like I'm rejecting them if I don't, you know, do so. So they had All Souls Day, which was to remember the souls of all the departed, um, even if they weren't Christian. And so they were trying to Christianize this festival. And this went on and on, but somehow or other, the parties kept going on on All Hallows' Eve, except that that's when they started. The only difference was was that you had to go to Mass that night um, at midnight. And you had to go back again on the the follow not the next day, but the All Souls' Day and celebrate Mass again. And so there was a, a holy day that they set apart. And that's where we get the term Hallows' Mass, or like, it would be like Christmas. Now, as time went on, the Reformation happened. And this is where it gets interesting. Is that the Reformers looked in the Bible and they said, there's not an All Saints Day in the Bible. It's nowhere in there. They just made this up. So you know what they did with it? They did away with it. <laughs> they got rid of it. And, and, but they did replace it with something. Anybody know what they replaced it with? Reformation Day. That's right. <laughs> Today is also Reformation Day. And so the church, not to be outdone, decided that, well, we can't really have the, the Protestants having a, a service on Sunday called Reformation Day when ours is already over. So we said, well, we can celebrate All Saints on Sunday following. So if you're Catholic, Orthodox, 
um, Anglican, um, and you're celebrating All Saints Day. I'm not sure about the Lutherans. They, they can might do either. Reformation Day is the big one. Yeah. Oh, are they? Oh, they put it before. Oh, all right. So, but we had a problem then, and that's that still nobody was remembering the saints who've died before and remembering the, the sacrifices of those who came before. And, and so, particularly in America, we decided we really need a holiday now that we got Reformation Day to, to remember those who've died. When did that happen? Or when does that happen? Memorial Day, which is technically May 31st, right? Um, and so what's fascinating about it is, do you know what All Saints, Sun, All Saints Day used to be? May 31st. <laughs> what goes around comes around. And not to be outdone, festivals where people party all night, we didn't do away with that either. When did we move it to? New Year's Eve. So no matter what you do to change these things, people find a way to fit in both the, the more solemn, important occasions and the party occasions. And it wasn't really until the 1900s or the, you know, the 1900s that uh, Halloween became something for kids. Did you know that? It was actually an adult holiday. I mean, a very, very adult holiday. <laughs> you'd get a babysitter, take kids, you'd go down to the local pub, tie one on. Um, and then what happened was is that if you were poor, you couldn't spend much money in the pub because you didn't have much money. And so they decided it's Halloween, and, and it's not right that the rich people get to celebrate this by drinking a lot. And so what we're going to do is we're going to start going door to door, and we're going to demand a drink. <laughs> and they did. They bang on your door, and you either gave them a drink or else they'd do something to your house because they were already half-lit. <laughs> so people started thinking, well, you know, leave me alone. Here, take this. Now, the, the people who had money and, and it kind of realized that, well, this isn't good. We're giving people who are already half-lit more, and they just go on to the next place. And then get it. I mean, this just gets terrible. You had riots, and people would even burn down houses and do all kinds of things that people did. So they decided we got to come up with something else. We can't ignore them because if we ignore them, They'll do something terrible to us. So what we're going to do is we will start giving them goodies. And they would bake cookies or brownies or you know, pies, all sorts of sweet treats to give to them. So that the, the people who would go door to door were thinking, well, I mean, they are giving us something. That we, I mean, it's, it was good. I mean, it wasn't something they normally got. It just wasn't quite what they were hoping for. And, and so that became the norm. The only problem with it was was that they still went to the pubs first. And so with the Victorian era, it kind of began to die down as there began to be more of a suppression. And for those of you who are old enough to remember Prohibition, anybody here old enough to remember Prohibition? <laughs> no? Um, then for those people, it got to be where you couldn't go door to door anymore. I mean, those things didn't really happen. Well, you could, but you weren't supposed to be able to. And so they ended up it, for an adult thing, it got to be not all that big of a deal and started dying out. And after World War II, and, and obviously during that time, parents started having parties for their kids and things. But after World War II, there was a really big push to get um, to make Halloween once again a kid festival. 
you know, instead of an adult festival. Now, why do you think they did that after World War II? The baby boom. There were so many of us, the parents wanted to do something to get us out of the house for at least an hour. <laughs> so we would go away. And so they would send us out. And if you've seen old movies of Halloween, there are always like hundreds of kids going down streets and stuff. And, and you know, it was just crazy. And, and they didn't have end times. When I was a kid, Halloween didn't end. It ended when all, everybody turned off their lights because they were out of candy. <laughs> and that, that's how you knew it was over. And so people would go out and celebrate. And then, of course, as time went on, somebody began to realize, yeah, there's real money to be made in this. And so they, they really started marking. You know who that was? Hallmark. <laughs> Ingenious company. <laughs> it was a brilliant company. And so they started marking. And then other people said, you know, everybody likes to put a jack-o'-lantern on their porch. Well, what we really need to do is make decorations for Halloween so that they can decorate their house just like at Christmas. It became a whole industry, none of which has anything to do whatsoever with all saints. And so for us, it becomes important to remember what All Hallows' Eve is and, and Hallows, All Hallows' Day, All Saints' Day, and Hallows' Mass is really about. It's about remembering the saints who have influenced our faith, who have revealed to us the way that Christ can work in our lives. It's a day for us to um, recall that Sunday school teacher or grandparent or aunt or uncle or godparent or, or friend or pastor who really helped you to know that Jesus was alive and that he loved you. I suspect that if you're here, most of you have those people. And so for a moment, in your mind, think about those people for a moment. Just remember who they were and what it was like to sit at their feet, so to speak, and to, to learn about the grace of God in your life. And when you've done that, ask yourself this question. Who is it that someday when somebody asks that same question in church is going to be remembering me? is going to remember the faith in Christ that I showed them, that they can point back to and say, this person changed my life because they helped me to know Jesus. Because isn't that really what we are called to do, is to pass on that which we have been given? And what we have been given is such an incredible faith that if we let it get boiled down to just handing out candy then we've given a poor witness to the world. But if we are willing to share our faith with those, and it may be as a Sunday school teacher, as a youth worker, as you know, just a friend, a colleague, kids, you know, nieces, nephews, it can be all kinds of people. But if we're willing to let our faith show a little bit, then hopefully someday somebody will be able to name you as the saint of God who helped point them in the direction of Jesus Christ. And the candy and the trick-or-treating will be a way to ritualize that and anchor it in so that we can reinforce the real meaning of this holiday, which is to remember those who brought us to faith. Amen. You were just listening to Come and See. Come and See is a production of St. Andrew's Anglican Church in Lewis Center, Ohio. 
St. Andrews is also available online at www.standrewspolaris.org. Please join us again when we invite you to come and see.